0: Hi, friends. This is Bonnie Gray, and I want to welcome you to Breathe, the Stress Less podcast. I'm your soul care coach for this time that's dedicated to help you restore peace and calm to your body and your emotions, and you'll be able to find your spark of joy again. There are so many things that we can do to help our bodies respond to stress by activating the rest and relaxation response. Let me ask you this. At night, do you ever find yourself trying to fall asleep, but you find you can't turn off that overthinking, even though you're exhausted? Or maybe during the day, you're trying to move forward and get things done, and yet You feel drained of energy, weighed down by your worries. Today's episode, we are going to talk about how you can help your body to rest better at night. And the key, the secret, is what you do with your daytime. It seems so anti-intuitive because most of the advice we hear regarding wellness and better sleep at night involves what you do in the evenings, but I'm going to share with you how God created our bodies. It's so important how we can spend our daytime. Many times we focus on getting things done and feeling like if we can just solve as many problems as we can or take care of our checklist as best we can, we can feel better. But you know that checklist is a bottomless checklist, isn't it? Every time you take one out, another new to-do takes its place. Every time you might think, okay, I've calm this issue in my life, another one pops up. It's like the whack-a-mole game, don't you think? And that is not the picture of wellness that God wants us to walk through. God wants to have us receive his wellness, restoring our joy and peace. As we go through those issues, we need to refill our tanks. And that is what gives us energy and motivation in order to deal with the hard issues. But life is not created for us to simply deal with problems. Jesus said, I come so that I can give you joy. We all know this truth, but how can we experience the truth? Today, I'm going to give you some really life-changing aha moments that you can use to steadily improve your body's ability to respond to stress by activating the rest and relaxation response how to overcome burnout and help signal to your body to be more restful and help you to sleep at night and turn off the overthinking. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. This past few weeks, I'm getting ready to release my new book, Breathe, 21 Days to Stress Less and Transform Chaos to Calm. And we've been having a great time in our community. There's over 600 people that are in this wellness book club as I'm guiding everybody to practice wellness and be inspired by God's word. But one thing I've been doing, which has been very challenging with my schedule, is to record the audiobook. And what was interesting about this audiobook experience is that, you know, sometimes I try to eat lunch a little later because I feel like I don't feel hungry. So let me just get a few more things done. But guess what? When I'm doing the audiobook recording, it picks up when my tummy is growling. And if I don't drink enough water, my voice and my throat is dry and it starts to create some funny sounds that we don't want in an audiobook, So I literally have to stop to drink water, stay hydrated every hour, and I am forced to take a break to eat. And I just thought it was so interesting because a lot of times we don't feel hunger. And I want to use this as a strong metaphor because one thing that our body does when we're in that stress response, when we're pushing through in survival mode or just getting things done, our body actually goes into the mode of not being hungry. And when we're not hungry, that's because we're focused on getting things done. But it doesn't mean our body doesn't need the replenishment. It doesn't mean our body doesn't need the nourishment. And it doesn't mean that our body doesn't need that hydration. And when our body isn't receiving that nourishment, Then it goes into a stress response. And one of the stress responses is overthinking. Now, a lot of times our reaction to overthinking is to be harsh with ourselves. It's to be very negative. And we're going to talk about that on next week's podcast episode. We're going to talk about how to battle negative self talk. But I just wanted to mention that that is one thing that starts happening. And We don't realize that our body is just working the way God designed, which is goes into the stress response mode. It focuses your thinking on trying to problem solve and we can't turn off those worries. Now, how it affects us at night is this. At night, our body takes the amount of chemicals that's called serotonin. It's a something our brain releases during the day. Whenever we do something calming, relaxing or pleasant or happy. Our brain releases this chemical hormone called serotonin, and at night, it takes the amount of serotonin we have in our system, and it converts it to melatonin. Have you heard of this ingredient that is often sold over the counter? It's called melatonin. It helps people to adjust to jet lag and helps people to be more sleepy. You know, because as you travel from, from different time zones, you want your body to adjust. So you take a little melatonin, but people now are taking it in greater, greater amounts for trying to sleep. And I just read this week, there was an article that said they're going to introduce new products that have melatonin. They're going to have chocolate melatonin, add melatonin to chocolate, add melatonin to cereal, add melatonin to drinks. It it just is telling me that this is definitely what scientists have found in studies. People are struggling to sleep at night, even as people are hitting the gym, they're getting their exercise, all this focus on wellness and even focus on mindfulness. And yet people find they're not able to turn off their minds at night and to sleep. Well, this is one of the key Powerful passages I want to talk about today. We're going to find three key principles that Jesus shows us when it comes to physical wellness. And we're going to go through three different tips that will help your body to create more of that serotonin, you know, that happy hormone unpelling you that our brain releases that God created to counterbalance that stress. There's going to be three different ways we can do it. And I'm curious, which of these three ways do you feel God would like you? to take action so you can practice wellness with him. The key thing about biblical mindfulness is when we practice these wellness habits, we are doing them with Jesus together. And that is the key difference between biblical mindfulness and secular mindfulness because we're responding to what God shows us in his word and we want to be responsive. We want to put feet to our faith. So there's this wonderful, powerful passage I've been mentioning quite a lot about. It's about when Jesus was healing the little girl and it's Jairus' daughter and she was lying in bed and there was no breath in her and everybody thought that she had passed away. And sometimes when we're feeling the effects of burnout, it really leads us to sleeplessness. And it almost doesn't make sense, right? If we're so exhausted and tired, why can't we go to sleep? I think you're understanding more now how your body goes in that stress response. It doesn't turn off unless you activate this counterbalancing mode that God has given our bodies. But we have to take steps of faith to activate it. And it is a faith because Jesus says, come to me, those who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The scene here where Jesus is bringing this little girl back to find her breath, back to replenish her life. This is a really, really key moment that we can draw some biblical principles. And so the first one is that Jesus said, Talitha kum, which means little girl, I say to you, get up. I want to focus on the action Jesus took. He took her by the hand. So the first action of wellness that we can take is touch. Jesus touched her by the hand. And so this is one thing that we can do to lower the cortisol. The cortisol is what kind of gets your brain into that stress response and causes you to overthink and causes your body to hold tension and to be gripped. It can cause inflammation to fibromyalgia, or maybe you might start experiencing migraines or, you know, different manifestations of when the stress hormone cortisol starts over flooding your system. Well, Studies show that when we have touch, just touch, that will help release oxytocin. And oxytocin is a comfort, a comforting chemical hormones that gets released. And it's a bonding, it's comforting, soothing, and it lowers cortisol. And that's so interesting. God created us to be touched. So is it a hug you need? Is it holding hands? Is it a comforting touch on your shoulder? We need to have face-to-face time with a friend or spending time with our spouse or spending time with our children. And this is not spending time by getting things done together, but by connecting that touch. And so is this an area that you may have put to the side because you've been so busy and yet it holds the key to your physical wellness because as you are more relaxed during the day, Your body has less stress and less of that hormone cortisol, you'll be able to be more relaxed in the evening. The second way to experience touch is to meet with a friend and spend time. And studies show that the happy hormone serotonin, remember I just mentioned it earlier? Serotonin is what your body uses to convert to melatonin naturally. And so when you have face to face time, spending time with the friend, spending time with your spouse or spending time where you feel heard, you can relax, you can smile, you can have fun. Taking that break is going to release the happy hormone, serotonin. Now, many of us often feel when we're under pressure. We're not in the mood. We feel like we have to wait until we're in the mood or some crisis passes over or something is resolved before we can feel like we can meet with a friend. But it's actually the opposite. We need to take action to meet with a friend. And it's through that time or having a date night with our spouse, okay? Once we take that time out, have you noticed it's after you have spent that Goodness time (laughs) connecting that your mood improves. So we want to take action because that's when your brain starts releasing those feel good chemicals and then you will feel better. So take action to change your mood. Don't wait until your mood changes to take action. And that's where we kind of start losing our way and pushing our bodies beyond limits. Now, the second thing that Jesus did in verse 42, immediately the girl stood up and began to walk. Remember, we're taking biblical principles. We're not saying that this passage is about Jesus telling people to go take a walk, but we could just see through observing, we can draw some principles from our observations that, oh, it just sparks an idea. It turns out the science backs it up. Walking lowers cortisol more than 45 minutes at the gym. So 10 minutes of walking outside will lower cortisol Than 45 minutes at the gym, people always are amazed and shocked and pleasantly surprised to hear this because being at the gym is great for cardiovascular health. But when it comes to helping your body release more serotonin, so you can be more rested at night and fall asleep better and not be overthinking to to activate your body's rest response, taking a walk out in nature is proven to lower that stress hormone, cortisol, and release serotonin. This episode, I'm just gonna keep repeating different ways that you can increase your serotonin levels because it'll boost your mood if you're feeling, have feelings of depression, you can ease it, it can be a mood lifter. And then also if you're anxious, it'll also help quiet your anxiety, quiet your anxiety. Now, when you are unable to maybe take a walk outside because depending where you live, the, the weather could be so harsh right now, you can simply bundle up And perhaps just take a quick 10 minute walk or just even if you're sitting somewhere where there's a sunlight, that light, the amount of light each day that you get, it's going to be converted to melatonin. Your brain will help. It'll help your brain regulate what's called the sleep-wake cycle. The more light that you get during the day. Okay, the third area And let me just ask you before I move on. So is it movement? What kind of movement that would bring you more light would allow your body to release more serotonin? Is it movement? As I talk about each of these areas, I want you to think about during your day. Even today, perhaps, if you're listening to this in the morning, I want you to go through and think about your day. I want you to add one of these movements, these rhythms into your day. Or if you're listening to it at night, I want you to think about what you spent your time on today, what type of activities, and to see if it touches any of these points so that you can add one of these to your day the next day. The third is eating foods because the next thing Jesus does, he said to them, give her something to eat. It's so interesting. This is the first thing Jesus had the little girl do. Notice. He didn't tell her to go feed the crowd outside or serve them and say, oh, didn't you know they're all waiting for you? They've been here, go serve them. No, he didn't tell her to go do her homework or do her chores. Instead, he said, give her something to eat. So there are certain foods that we can eat that help us to increase the amount of serotonin. And so I'm gonna list them and I want you to think and just make a mental note to yourself. Next time you go to the grocery store to pick up something along this list of foods. They contain the ingredient tryptophan. Tryptophan. And so it helps release serotonin. Okay, it's turkey. Okay, you can have like a turkey spaghetti, right? Ground turkey. There's chicken. I love picking up uh, chicken at Costco and I buy some asparagus. And I'm Chinese American. I'll, you know, throw in some egg noodles and pan fry them together, have a little, you know, stir fry. Or I can make a pasta dish and I put the Costco chicken. That's an easy meal. You don't even have to cook it. Just shred the chicken, throw in some pasta and put in your favorite vegetable. Could it be broccoli or spinach? Okay. So the next food that helps us to have serotonin that has tryptophan is ground beef. Yes, ground beef, taco night, right? Okay, there's also milk and nuts. What kind of nuts do you like? Now, here's a really good tip. When you want to develop a new habit, you want to add a new rhythm in, always start with something that you currently are doing and then add and attach the new rhythm to what you're doing. So I had never really made it a habit to eat nuts. But I decided after reading about this, I wanted to kind of just do as many different things possible to help my body and signal my body to experience more of this serotonin, which is this happy hormone, because I know I want to rest better later at night. And one thing I did was start getting almonds. And so after my cup of coffee in the morning, this is what I do every morning, right? I drink coffee anyways. That's when I reach over and I get a handful of nuts. And so I have my almonds as I have my coffee. So it's interesting because that's how you can develop a good habit. And that's that's a tip I got from Atomic Habits. That's another book that I had referred to in learning about what's a good way to add in habits. So uh, hopefully that's helpful for you. There's also seeds and honey and bananas. Those of you that maybe are moms, or maybe you're a student, you know, bananas are just a great way to be able to pick up this, another food that has tryptophan. And many of us as moms, we prepare a lot of snacks for our kids after they come home from school, but we never prepare anything for us. So this is another way to add in a rhythm is when you make that snack for your kids, make a plate, a little snack plate for yourself. Don't forget about you. You know, the mask, Directions of the oxygen mask. Whenever you fly, they would say you need to put on your own oxygen mask first before you help anybody. Because if we faint, right, we're not going to be able to help anybody. Let's not get to the point where we're fainting. And for sure, when we're burnt out, we're just running on empty. And so you can see why insomnia kind of comes as a twin with burnout. It's one signal. Sometimes we're just so good at pushing through with our minds, we don't even know we're burnt out, and yet. Lying awake is definitely one way that our body signals to us. Well, I want to move into the breath prayer, okay? The breath prayer is, there's 21 different breath prayers in my book, Breathe, 21 Days to Stress Less and Restore Chaos to Calm. And I want to give you the breath prayer for today. It comes to us, it comes to us from Psalm 139, verse 5. You go before me and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. I love this when I'm on my bed at night and I'm having trouble sleeping. I will just picture Jesus sitting next to me on the bed, holding my hand, just like he did with the little girl. And I will practice this breath prayer. So practice with me. Inhale. You go before me. Exhale. And you follow me. You go before me. Inhale. And you follow me. And this is really a very calming truth, a word of affirmation that God is going to be with you tomorrow. We can put our worries to bed literally for today. We've, we've had enough worries for today. Let's just trust that God goes before us. He'll be with us tomorrow when we wake up and we'll deal with whatever tomorrow is going to hold for us because he will be with us and he will follow us. Friend, how are you doing? What practice what new rhythm can you add to help your body to feel more nurtured and nourished so that your body can recover from burnout and recover from insomnia it takes time so give yourself grace it's not an immediate one night fix or one day fix it's over time over day by day as you help your body receive the signals that all is well by the actions you take, your body will over time be able to relax more and to more naturally sleep better. So don't give up. Don't be weary in doing good things for your body because over time you'll see your body start to respond. And if you've been stressed for a long time, it might take a little longer, but just like a beautiful plant or flower, you can nurture the plant or flower to bloom again. It just takes a little more time, but with faith that God is watering and nurturing along with you, God will be able to revive you as you together with him prioritize your wellness. Well, Lord Jesus, thank you so much for everything that you have done to help us to know that you care for us. Dear Jesus, whatever is ahead of me today, You know it all. The very thought of you taking care of me quiets my heart. You are the one who's in control. Guide me. Help me now. Give me your wisdom. Reassure me of your love. And give me courage to do what I must do. I just cast my cares on you. You go before me and you follow me. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Well, friends, I hope that you pick up my audiobook and pre order it because I have been speaking to you as your friend, as your soul care guide through every chapter of 21 different stressors and 21 different solutions that I can give to you. And this is a journey that has helped me heal from my anxiety and panic attacks. So I'm so passionate. These are real tips, real biblical solutions with science that will help your body to recover. And you can flourish. You can find your spark of joy again. So order the audiobook. It's at thebreathebook.com. You can sign up for a free four-video Bible study when you order the audiobook or the book itself. But since you're listening to the podcast, maybe you would enjoy the audiobook. So make sure you go ahead and do that. Sign up at TheBreatheBook.com. You get a free uh, four Bible study video. And the book club's happening now. We're going through four different areas of wellness, spiritual wellness, emotional wellness, physical wellness, and social wellness. And you can listen to all the replays. It's only available until April 13th. So sign up now. You can enjoy it. And friends, are you enjoying this Breathe podcast? Would you help get the word out by putting a rating that would bless my heart wherever you're listening go ahead and rate this podcast and write a review it will help more people to learn about this podcast thank you so much for doing that it's a gift to my heart remember that you're loved you're cherished just rest i'll see you next time